the entire city just got bombed and it's bombing as we're walking into the tunnel and the, the tunnel's next because it was a also an like, artery like, into New York. Yeah. yeah. So I thought this is it. We're dead. Hello, I am Ed Begley Jr. and I'm willing to do anything to help the planet. And I love taking public transportation for just about any journey around LA. I'll even ride my bike to power a toaster oven. And of course, I love my wife. And I'm Rochelle Carson Begley. I haven't touched a bike since, well, it's been a while. I'm a bit of a reluctant environmentalist. However, I do love Ed. This week on Begley Ask, we talk with Jared and Karina, the lovely husband and wife entrepreneur team that invented the Hangomatic. They talk about how their invention became a business, the disease we all need to know more about, and what it was like trying to escape New York City in a smoke-filled tunnel during the 9-11 attacks. It was really fascinating to talk to them. I mean, uh, she came over as an immigrant from Russia. She's done a lot of things in her life. She Worked has. on Wall Street. Yeah. She's a mother. She's, you know, they, they invented this hangomatic, but I will say that is amazing because it hung up several pictures upstairs and it was quick and easy and perfect. Much better than what you did, mind you. There you go. Hey everyone, welcome back to Begley S. So this week we have double the fun because we have double the guests. We'll introduce them to you very soon, but first let's share what you guys have been up to. On Facebook, KC sent us a picture of her Nissan Leaf and wrote, I wanted to thank you for giving me the extra motivation for buying this used Nissan Leaf, which happens to be the same exact color as mine. It Look is. At it, it looks exactly like yours. I've had it three weeks now and I love it. Keep talking the good talk. We are listening. Thank you for the podcast. Well, bless you, KC. So what else are you guys doing to walk the talk? Are you planting something new in your garden? Are you riding your bike, taking the bus, or even spending some time outdoors, perhaps? Let us know at begleyesk at gmail.com. That's B-E-G-L-E-Y-E-S-Q-U-E at gmail.com. Or on Facebook and Twitter at begleyesk. Today, we have not one, but two guests at the table. They're a lovely husband and wife team, uh, unlike, okay, well, anyway, Jared and Karina Rabin, and they are the creators of a very interesting DIY home improvement tool called Hangomatic. What's more interesting is that they're using their business to fund efforts to cure a serious disease that has unfortunately impacted their lives and the lives of many, many others. But they have an incredible amount of optimism and generosity, so we're very excited to have them here. Jared, Karina, thank you so much for joining us. Thanks for having us. Thank you. Okay. Did I'm, I pronounce it Karina? Karina, yes. And thank, thank you. you for amazing pea soup. Amazing. Yes. And you amazing. Love to cook. Do you yeah. like to cook? I like to eat. Me too. Like Rochelle. We have that in Right. Have I, that I'm in the fun. cook. Good. You came to our attention through our dear friend, Anthony Turk. We love Anthony Turk. We do indeed. I would marry Anthony, but I'm already married. You're spoken for. What are you talking about? I got you under contract. You can't leave me. Okay. Right. But contracts expire. Yeah, exactly. Right. Are you renegotiate. <laughs> My husband tells me that one, at least once a month. Okay. We renegotiate a contract. Uh -huh. Exactly. They, but what's so interesting, there's many interesting things about it. You're an inventor, right? First and foremost. I'm actually, I have my day job still. I work 50 hours a week. Doing? Do, I'm a, I manage a construction supply company. Okay. So like when I come to this house, like we would sell materials to build homes and God, I wish I had met you, I don't know, five years ago. Kind <laughs> <laughs> of wheeled and dealed, right? Totally. Yeah. Yep. Darn. Okay. Well, anyway, I won't be building anymore. I can guarantee you that. I but I hope not. Build me a mausoleum or a crypt. That's the only thing we're building at this point. <laughs> we built this. It took five years. Wow. So we did. But it turned out great. I love it It's here. a beautiful house. Thank, Thank you. you. Very Thank beautiful. You so much, Karina. But Thank obviously you then you saw a need in your business for this 
thing that this hangomatic that right. you invented. Mm -hmm. Well, I so I started inventing in college okay. when I was so I would get back in the day you could hang things in, in your dorms in college. Right. But whenever you would go from room to room, they would back charge you a lot for for having to repatch and paint the walls. Right. 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 So I was that's how I started inventing it was trying to make it so I wasn't damaging the walls so much. So this was like, this is even before I started my full-time job. I was, this is 19. I mean, I'm 37 really? now. Oh, so we've been, I've been working on this for 17 years. Wow. Plus. See, nothing is born overnight, right? Anything worth having takes time, right? But anyway, so you created this because you saw a need in the, mm -hmm. in the market. Do you, have you invented other things? No. I, 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 I mean, I went to college <laughs> to go to college. I mean, I always thought that my invention would do well. Right. But, you know, I'm, I'm, like my mom and dad wouldn't allow me not to go to school and not to get a full-time job. It was, that was never optional. So Hangomatic was always my side business until I met Karina, who and helped me take it to the next level. Well, and Karina, are you in the business? I mean, you're a business person. Is that, how did you take it to the next level? I, I struggled and learned and <laughs> had to literally learn another language, but he brought me into, I guess, I mean, we created the business together. I was in sales. Right. So I knew how to sell. I knew how to make calls. I knew how to go right. get customers. I didn't know, like, the and business aspect of now it. Now you are you're from Russia or Latvia, yeah. right? I was born there. How did you get to this country? What happened? Um, I had to wear about twelve pounds of clothes. Literally. We, yeah, we couldn't we couldn't put our suitcases into the airplane because they were too heavy. So my mom made us wear it because I had to bring the extra sweater and the extra pair of pants. So I was wearing two pair of pants, three sweaters, a so jacket, did you, a hat. You, yeah. So you would. Were you escaping or were no? We weren't escaping, but we were stealing soap. <laughs> no, in, in the '80s, Russia was trying to purge the Jews out of Russia. Ah, so they were asked nicely to leave. Right. And then oh, right. And so the Jews came. You know, were, were basically pushed out of Russia nicely. So nicely, that's, that's sort of nicely. A sort of better nicely. than Crystal Knock. Yeah. <laughs> right. Much better. So that was that was the start of it. Was the USSR wanted the Jews gone? So. So uh, we are the benefactors fled. of that right. because of you brought. Uh, I'm sure a lot of. Hardworking ingenuity. There's hard a word. Hardworking ingenuity. Word. Yeah. Ingenuity, yeah. which I can't say. But anyway, so that's how you. So literally, you got on a plane with. Yeah, pounds we, of we were stealing our gold that my family had. So we had to put the gold into pockets because we couldn't put it into the suitcase. Wow. So every single pocket of whatever we were wearing had gold in it. And then we got patted down, and the security took away the gold, and we had to leave it. And no. Then we, and then my father snuck away and went to see his mom. She passed. And he took the gold back and shoved it in, back into our pockets after we got checked. Really? Yeah. And then we had lots of soap because my mom used to make these potpourri out of soap because that's what we had to sell to try and make money. So where did you land coming from Russia or uh, Latvia? Austria. Austria. And we were there for two weeks. Uh-huh. And then after that, we went to Italy. And we were there for two months waiting. F we, each country we went to, we had to wait for the visa to get approved before we went to the next country. And then ultimately, you knew you were going to land here in JFK. Yeah, and so you were on the East Coast. I got ice cream. Yeah, <laughs> so you were young at the time. <laughs> so my my both my parents have passed, so you're bringing up good memories. Yeah, and so that brings me to the re what what you've been able to do um, about. Are you reading there's this There's a too? higher purpose. I don't need to read it because I know <laughs> there's a higher purpose to what they're doing. They're trying to benefit something very important. Mm -hmm. I understand you've been stricken with, you've been uh, afflicted with uh, polycystic kidney disease, mm -hmm. is that correct? Yeah, so I was born with that. My mom and her two brothers died from this horrible disease, 12 months apart. 
Have you had dialysis? Has it been that severe? No. no. So lucky for me, my, my health is still 100%. My kidneys are still 100% functionable. So I don't need dialysis yet, but that is the end, you know. There are two types. There's one that you live into, you know, 50s, 60s, and that's the less aggressive one. And then there's one that's extremely aggressive that you don't, you know, you last a decade or two at the most. So basically what you've done is you have this invention and you've been on QVC and mm-hmm. you're, where, where can people get this? Um, we're, we're in every Bed Bath Beyond, uh, awesome. Bed Bath Beyond in the country, um, as well as uh, um, Canada, Hobby Lobby, the Container Store. We're shipping to Home Depot in, uh, July, in so we'll, July, August. Right. So in October, we'll be in every Home Depot in North America. Um, in the U.S. and then, uh, then there's some uh, miscellaneous ones. We're in some Ace Hardwares and so forth. Yeah, and then we're in line with Lowe's.com and mm-hmm. Home so, Depot website as well. So for people out there who may have an invention who want to get it to market, how did that come about? Well, it was it was a long process. I went through. I think I made seven to nine handmade prototypes before I even met Karina. Uh-huh. So when I met Karina, I had my final prototype handmade that looked like a medieval weapon. It was like these two bars that kind of crossed right, back and forth. Right, right, right. Everything was handmade in my parents' garage. Even after I moved out, because I moved out you know, in college, I would go back to my dad's house and work in his garage because he had all the tools. So when I met Karina, um, my seventh or eighth or ninth prototype was in the closet. Um, and she needed it because we got married and my parents gave us this crystal ball, the snow globe, uh-huh. with, their, with their wedding song in it. With, oh, a, with, with like an inscription sweet. to us. So we hung up a shelf, we put the globe on, and the globe slid down and crashed to the ground. Oh, dear. So she was super upset. And I go, oh, I have an invention. I'll show you. So I grabbed out my medieval contraption that I've been tinkering with for and patenting and slowly moving toward a goal. And I, I showed it to her. I thought he was going to kill me. Yeah, it, it had big, big spikes. Because you know, it, was all, it was all stuff I bought in the hardware store. It was sure. a prototype. It was a prototype. It was a, it was a working, perfect prototype. But it was very, visually, it was ugly. Right, right. I'm looking at the box right now, the Hangomatic, And it's amazing. This is something I've wanted for a while. I just didn't know who made it. I was hoping something like this would happen, and here it is, because you gotta measure you know, the, the work of art, whatever it is you're putting up on the wall, the photograph, the frame, the whole thing, mm-hmm. then find center of that, and uh, then hope to find you know, the next point and, and get the level, and it's all in one here. You yes, do sir. it all with one operation, with one tool. Mm-hmm. It's really impressive. Yep, no pencil, no, no level, I mean, it's all, all built into one. But, but more than that, this is a vehicle to fund, we were talking about right. your polycystic uh, disease, to fund a nonprofit mm-hmm. that you are giving back a, a portion of your proceeds to find a cure. Yep. Because I think we always feel like, you know, it, like good begets good. So, like, if we're going to be successful by giving back, even at the beginning, you know, like to, to kidney disease, you know, right. it, you know, when we put in the world, you're going to get back in the world. So, even, even though like this is our first year profitable, we immediately started trying to donate back to kidney disease. You know, my wife has it. You know, we have two sons. Most likely, one of the two of them have it. Just you know, most. You know, so, can you talk about this disease? Because I, I don't know a lot about polycystic. Uh, sure, it's it's kind of like polycystic ovaries. You probably heard of that. Yes, I mm-hmm. have. Um, but for polycystic ovaries, luckily you can go to the ovary and take it out. Mm-hmm. But with kidneys, you can't. You so can, it's yeah. the same type of kidney. cyst. You can't open up a kidney. So the same type of cyst essentially is in my kidneys and the liver, um, and and they're small. So they don't, they don't really hurt me, but there's a lot of them and they grow. So they're different measurement. So I have two big ones, for example, that are 11 and 12 centimeters in oh each boy. kidney. And as my life goes, they grow. And eventually they're gonna grow 
to where there won't be any room in my kidneys and they'll, they'll fail. Stop, yeah, they'll stop the... And I'll have to go on dialysis. And no kidney... Thank kin- God that day is not here yet. But no, no kidney no. transplant or any of that and it's not... So I have to wait until my... I have to wait until my kidneys fail. Right. Until they're more than 50% before I can get on a waiting list to get a transplant. Wow. So my mom and her brothers were on the waiting list, but just, it was just such a long list. They just died. But wow. luckily, he has my blood type. So oh, my gosh. <laughs> that's great. I thought you could have both. Do you know uh, <laughs> that you live yeah, longer if you donate a kidney? I heard statistics the other day about, uh, I think uh, someone said 45 years, but I'm not sure if that's 45. Someone said, I heard right. this specifically, that you, as a kidney donor, will live longer because you're going to take better care of yourself. Right. The statistics are. I'm making right. a list. Anyone want to get on the list for a kidney donation? <laughs> <laughs> well, there's science behind that, but it's also, again, it's like you, I feel like you give, you give to the world in a positive way and you're going to get back. So maybe you give a kidney. You know, I don't think you want any of my spare parts, you know. Yeah, it's I did sort of the abused. 60s and 70s, believe me. I don't think you want any of my damaged goods. <laughs> so what are the symptoms? Um, so, so there's no symptoms when the kidneys are functionable. Right. So I'm at so, 100% function, but I do have to work out and maintain you do a low weight. Out. I also have psoriasis. I mean, I can name you a list of the things I have. It's like being born in Russia comes with a lot of headaches. Um, and I'm gluten free, so I, like right. I said, I, I, I can't. Um, like Those I are technically, <laughs> I technically wasn't supposed to eat um, olives oh. because they're oh. high in sodium, and I'm not allowed to eat anything high in salt, like red meat. But at so, home, we keep like low sodium, you know, gluten free, and then and the symptoms are your, you know, your kidney function. You start losing kidney uh, blood start, pressure. Right, high, high blood pressure. You get growth in, in, in the in the kidney, so you actually most people you actually start to see like the body change shape a little bit because your organs start to increase in size. Because the cyst is pushing everything out. Right, right. And have they, I mean, obviously, <clears throat> science, the AMA, uh, they have a sort of traditional approach to this, to wait until the kidneys fail. Mm-hmm. But what's the alternative? What's the alternative community say about this disease? Well, is there anything, any hope there for you? Well, right now, there is a new drug that hasn't been approved in America. The FDA uh-huh. hasn't approved it, but it has been approved in Europe, and I could try it. So it has been proven that this magic pill does lower the process of these cysts growing however it ruins the liver <laughs> oh no <laughs> so, so it's like you can save your kidneys but you'll lose a liver Yikes. <laughs> so, so i so i'm you know i'm not it's not a it's not a great trade so i'm i'm not gonna right. try, i'm not gonna try this magic the pill. actor gary coleman did he have this disease or did he have some other kidney disease i think it was something different i think his had i think he had a kidney disease but it wasn't polycystic i think he was gotcha i think it was, was he like a kidney failure from a, oh right maybe, cirrhosis right he had a kidney right from, from abusing his body probably oh, okay. right. but kidney and the, the, the sad thing is is this disease because a lot of people live into their 50s and 60s right. it's the least researched genetic disease in the u.s Really interesting, and because I look healthy, you do. You look you know, very when, healthy. When somebody right. get everything, right? When somebody gets cancer, then you know there's there's things you see that they have cancer, and then they have to go to chemo. But for a kidney disease, there's nothing. So right. when I tell someone I have a kidney disease, and they're like, "Really? What's wrong with you? Uh, what's wrong with you? You look fine." <laughs> right. So. So you, yes. what is your diet like? You do you obviously have done some research on things to eat, not to eat, how to to maintain your body as best you can. I mean, have you, have you looked into alternatives, like alternative therapies, like, you know, what they're doing in Germany or, you know, alternative, not the traditional drug. Not the AMA stuff. Not the really AMA, but have you ever looked into anything like that? I mean, research is, it sounds crazy, but it's very limited. Even if you like look it up online, you'll see there's very little documentation on, on polycystic kidney disease in terms of a, a way to slow it down, even, even across the world, because again, you don't diet 30. 
You know, right. you die at an, at a you know a young age, but a reasonably long lifespan compared right. to most. Um, most of the things they say is low sodium, low protein. Mm-hmm. So like we don't eat a lot of red meat in the house. Mm-hmm. So I, I I would say I feed her. I cook at the at the house, and and I you know, I, I barely I just use a little bit of salt. No, Very little I, salt in the soup, by the way. Oh, it was, it was delicious. I, I wasn't even... Yeah. It was so good, I didn't even think of it. We're gluten-free. We're pretty much red meat-free. If, if we eat protein, it's going to be a fish or a chicken, something a little lean. Um, and my protein level has to be low. Um, mm-hmm. oh, these crackers are gluten-free, too. You'd be happy to know. Right. So our whole house, even our, our two sons are gluten-free right. pretty much because the house is gluten-free. And we right. don't... Drinking alcohol. Any, anything to like... You don't want to like uh, use your kidneys. You want to try and save your right. kidneys. You want to treat them like... You know, because the, they say, some people say the weaker or the more strain you put on them, it gives the cyst a, a, a chance to grow and take more space. I guess because I'm, I'm such an a advocate of alternative medicine mm-hmm. and functional medicine mm-hmm. and looking at the... Now, I know that some things just are, yeah. you know. Yeah. So I'm curious if you've ever gone into and found a functional medicine doctor who's going to do a diff- have, take a different approach to the disease. No, the only thing that's going to be new for us is... Um, one of my cousin's wife is studying to be a nutritionist right, who's going to focus on polycystic kidney disease. Oh, good. She'll be, she'll be the first, probably, in the United States who even did Great. that. Well, so I hope... Some way to improve the condition mm-hmm. with yeah. diet. Yeah. If there is but, anyone out there who has an experience with uh, this particular disease and has had any success, alternatively, please mm-hmm. let us know because yeah, we'll be pass nice. it on. That's what yeah. that's what we we're interested in doing right. is finding alternatives. Right. There are so many options in terms of the holistic world, and they they may work. They may be snake oil, but it's you know it's worth right. a shot. Oh, absolutely. Is. You what know. about George Lopez's uh, golf, charity golf event? You went to that recently. Oh, we what had was so much like? fun. We had, a, we had a really good time. I love him. I did his show. Yeah. It was so much fun. We had a, we had a, a booth like on the, on the 12th. 10th, 10th, 12th oh, hole, maybe? 12th hole, yeah. And everyone came up. We gave a hangomatic. We would, you know, because, you know, again, the goal was to, you know, create awareness of hangomatic because we kind of feel like, you know, the more units we sell, the more we can donate. Obviously, and we're not, we're a new product and it works out well because, you know, the kidney research needs the help. So you know, we met a lot of, you know, obviously, you know, actors and singers, and um, we talked to them about the disease and what we were trying to do, which mm-hmm. was, you know, support the foundation to generate more revenue. You know, so it was, it was, it was unique. We're not, you know, we, I, I work, I have a regular day job. For, for us, that was really exciting, obviously, mm-hmm. to be in the atmosphere, but more so to like tell our story, which is like, this is, you know, a, a you know, horrible disease that gets ignored a lot just because, you know, you, you know, I don't want to, lo- I don't want to lose her today. I don't want to lose her at 60. Absolutely. You know, I want her to like live, you know. Oh, oh. Michelle, look at that. I know, look at that. <laughs> look at how much they love each other. I know. <laughs> you want to give that a try? <laughs> okay, here. We did oh, it. I can that. do That's it. We did it. That's a start. That's a start. There's, there's hope. We were talking about your um, your past, your your past, <laughs> Karina. You started saying something about, you know, you came over here from Russia. You landed ultimately where? In JFK. I mean, oh, yeah. Right. Where, oh, where, sorry. where did you grow up? Oh, well, I, well, I grew up in New States. York and Brooklyn. Okay. And then from Brooklyn, we, uh, my parents had the American dream and bought a house. Uh-huh. It was built in 1921. Um, it just got demolished and someone put a nice big mansion on top of it. Of course. Um, and then from there, I moved to California because I used to work on Wall Street, and I, I was there for 9-11, and then the market crashed, and so I decided to come to California. Were you follow. down in, uh, in yes, Wall Street? Yes, I was during... running for my life. She was oh, in the tunnel. I was in the tunnel. God. I was in Battery, I was in Battery Park Tunnel. I was on the phone with one of my clients who was working in, in New Jersey City, uh-huh. so he was able to see what was going on 
because his office was right across from my office, so he was able to see what was happening to, with the towers. And relating it to you, saying this is what's happening Right, now. and I was running into the city. We were on the express bus, and we were sitting on a tunnel, and I always bring an apple. And the boy from my neighborhood who I used to go on the bus with, I was running late. I was picking him up to take the bus. And he always wanted to take the train because it was free. Yeah, uh-huh. And the bus was $4. And I said, no, no, I'm coming. We'll take the bus. We'll get into work faster. So we're sitting on a bus. He never falls asleep. And here I am. I take out my Apple. And someone had a radio headset on the bus. And they said some idiot just flew the plane into the tower. He can't. Sorry, I can't. I don't want to curse. <laughs> you can curse. It's a <laughs> He's like, what the fuck is that all about? I can't see. Like, towers. Out, you how know. do you miss that? How, yeah. do you, right, how do you miss that? I'm like, what are you talking about? And my friend's sleeping. I'm like, wake up. You want a bite of my apple? There's a, <laughs> there's a plane that just flew into the towers. And we're kind of laughing because we didn't know what was going on. But the bus kept driving into Manhattan. He, like, no one stopped. They just kept going. So now we're in the tunnel. And it was dead stop. So now we couldn't, we couldn't, um, we couldn't get off and I got scared. And so I went to the bus driver and I said, you need to open the door when we need to get out and you're on a bus. And he's like, I can't open the door. We're in a tunnel, you know, under an ocean. I said, no, you're going to open the door. And he said, no, I'm not. And I said, listen, asshole, you're going to open this fucking door. Otherwise we're all going to bro- <laughs> break right. the windows and we're going to get out. Cause we were all scared. Right. right. So he finally opened the door and everybody on the bus got off and some people went back towards Staten Island. But if you go back in the opposite direction of the tunnel, you're on the freeway. Mm-hmm. So there's nowhere to go. But if you keep going into the city, at least you can get off the freeway right after we get out of this tunnel and then we can get a ferry and, and go get back. somewhere. Yeah. Right. It was, an easier, it was an easier way to get back home. So here we are. We're thinking, oh, we're so cool. We're walking through the tunnel. And then I'm on the phone with my customer. Is cell service working in the tunnel? And at the time, it was still working. And I finally see the light to get out of the tunnel. It's funny. So I finally mm-hmm. see the light. And he says, oh, shit. And I was like, oh, shit, what? And then I see just darkness come <gasps> into the, the tunnel. tunnel. And it was like the movie Independence Day. Yes. Yeah. So all mm-hmm. I just imagined is like, oh, this is happening. Like the entire city just got bombed. And it's, and it's bombing as we're walking into the tunnel. And the, the tunnel's next because it was a... Also, an like, artery into New York. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. So I thought, this is it. We're dead. And, and the phone hung up. So I, you know, lying dead. So I mm-hmm. thought that, that's why I thought that whole thing happened. And what had happened at that time, I learned afterwards, is the first building fell. So right. all of that. And I saw people running towards me. It was crazy. So once we finally got out of the tunnel, my friend, uh, he hijacked the car. And he kicked some lady out of the car. Her car wouldn't start. And he was like, get the fuck out. I'm going to start your car. And she's like, no, it's not working. He's like, get out. <laughs> like, this is like a movie. And finally, a couple of people jumped into her car. People were sitting on top of each other Did in she her get in car. too? Did she? She got, in the, she got right. in the back. She was actually sitting on top of me. And all of us were sitting there because the car wouldn't start. And then from the other side of the tunnel, a fire truck came and blocked us. So we couldn't go anywhere, and then everything just got black. Oh my god! And we didn't know what was happening. We were just all just, you know, hunched over, kind of waiting, waiting to, to see what. In the car. In the car, yeah. And then shortly after, it got lighter, and we thought, "Wow, we're still alive. So let's just get out." And as we got out, we walked to the ferry and got on the ferry. And then as we were all standing on the ferry. I remember I was screaming, what's today's date? And they're like, what the fuck does it matter? What's today's date? And I was like, I think today's date means something. And it was 9-11. 
And I was thinking, well, what happened in 9-11, you know, of the past? And couldn't think of anything. But then everyone, once the ferry started going, everyone walked to one side of this ferry. Uh-oh. And then the boat at the tower. <laughs> tilts. Because we're staring at the second tower. Because yeah. then now we heard the second tower got bombed and the second tower was falling. And then our boat started tilting. I mean, and the people screaming, ah, get back to the other side. <laughs> God. <laughs> I mean, it was like Titanic. Right. I mean, it was so crazy. And then I come home and my parents are like, yeah, we heard what happened. Well, we'll see you later. We're going to work. <laughs> I was like, what do you mean? Good work, work ethic. Right. Yeah. They were just, they were just nonstop. Yeah. But they, but no, they didn't know idea about what the, yeah. the level no they were they were you know I, I i'm more american than my parents were so they like didn't really watch the news and right. didn't know what was going on and they thought well i have to go to work i don't yeah really uh, you know i can't focus on what's going on in america and, and they, yeah. so you're probably the i mean i know someone that was on one of the planes and we can't have her on the show because she's in heaven but um but you're the only one I've really ever talked to that was that close. Do you know anyone else that was Nobody that, close? that was that close, no. Yeah, that's pretty uh that's pretty extreme. You're there in Lower Manhattan. Yeah. So when you go through I mean, let's so uh, you know, you think your life's over, I guess, yeah. in those, that time. I mean, did you think they were just waiting to die? I you was, think yeah, this I is dying. it. This yeah, is this how is it, it is. is. What else would it I be? was thinking this is Independence Day. Sure. This right. is exactly like that. I'm watching people run towards me and I can't run it away because I'm underwater and there's no way to run, so I have to run towards the light. And so they were running towards me into the tunnel for protection. I was running towards them, so we were all screwed. Wow. So yeah, so I thought this was it when I was sitting in that. I remember this as if it was yesterday. Wow. So every every year, 9/11, because then the friend I was with, he and I would go to lunch every day at one o'clock. And that day we went to Applebee's because we were just so scared of what happened. My parents went to work. He was home alone too, so we went. At least you're safe on Staten Island, mm-hmm. reasonably right. safe. Mm-hmm. Is that where you were living we were, at the time? Yeah, I was living on Staten Island. So I really believe in a uh, bigger picture here. You know, I, I believe that there was a reason why you were, you know, we are all here today be doing this. And it is a choice in any given day to make lemonade. You know, let's, let's see how we can, uh, you know, we're giving this gift of life. You know, not everyone, as we know, 3,000 people didn't make it that mm-hmm. day. You right. were spared. Right. So now you ended up on our on our dining room table here right. talking about right. an invention. Who, who would have thought that this is yeah. where it would be? At know? the dining room table. She's not right. on the dining room table. <laughs> I may be well, later. Well, it depends on whose house we're talking about. Yeah. Exactly. exactly. I know you don't drink anymore. <laughs> well, no, I have two little kids. I have to have an occasional uh, glass, glass of wine. wine. <laughs> I won't eat red meat, but I'll drink red wine. <laughs> well, and I still need my iron. <laughs> but then, okay, so after that, you said something about being on. Oh, yeah, so my, my, because I'm Russian, my right. mom from a very young age. This is pre, pre uh, 9-11. This is pre-9-11. Okay. <laughs> I was 17 years old. She started, when are you going to get married? Oh, Yvay. I'm yeah. 17 years old. I was still in high school. So oh, my gosh. It's a different culture. Mm-hmm. Right. My yeah. sister got married when she was 20. Mm-hmm. And my mom got married really young, too. I think she was like 20. So right. to her, that's like a natural... Did you, you come know, from a very religious family? No. no. Well, my mom was religious when her dad was alive. Uh-huh. So he used to make kosher food. And my one of my uncles was in the Holocaust. Mm-hmm. Oh with my grandparents because he was he was the oldest but once they once my grandparents died who i never met my mom didn't practice anymore and we were in russia so they weren't allowed to practice it Mm -hmm. so so no we weren't religious but i did have to date jewish and Mm -hmm. it had to be a doctor or a lawyer 
That's right, it. so you end up with a, a guy who invents a uh, right. pneumatic. Right, and, right. His, and his background's in, in tools and construction. <laughs> and I was yeah. not allowed to date a construction guy because he's the guy with the hammer. Yeah. Right. So when I first met my husband and, and he was telling me about what he does, I'm like, I said to my mom, I'm like, well, at least he's not the guy with the hammer. <laughs> right. So when I was 17, she wanted me to date, and I, you know, um, I had braces and glasses, and I was a chunky kid, so I wasn't meeting anyone in school. I, I found a article in a in a teen magazine they were looking for like bachelorettes for a Monty Williams show <laughs> this is in 1990 way back then huh? way back when so I got on the show and my parents were worried because they're like who is Monty Williams and why are they picking you up and where are you going and it was six o'clock in the morning they picked me up in a town car and drove me into Manhattan to get me right. all cute for the TV show. And my father followed because my mom was worried I'm getting kidnapped. But we didn't have any money. So the Monty Williams people picked me up. They took the tunnel and my dad took the Brooklyn Bridge. And he didn't know where we were going. So he went to the studio and I wasn't there because I was at some fancy salon on <laughs> Fifth Avenue. So he was calling the studio screaming, where's my daughter? Because he thought I got kidnapped. <laughs> Oh my That's God. Funny. That's funny. <laughs> so, but when I got on the show, it was the first time I ever heard my name pronounced because when I first came here, I was too embarrassed to tell people my real name was Karina because it sounded Russian because I had gotten beaten up when I first came here. I was 10 years old. So you I, got beat up because you were Russian? Yes, I was beat up in the in a high school, a oh high school, God. elementary school. This is the 80s. School. This is like USSR what's that, what's that full. Called? Right. When you so do Reagan and we, we were Mr. Gorbachev, mm -hmm. tear down that wow. wall. What's it called? So bad list. Recess. 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 So it's yes. like outside. We all got Play, beat up like, at recess. It's like a, look yeah. at us. It's a we playground. <laughs> you got beat up, didn't you, Ed? I got beat up, sure. Yeah, I got beat up, so, okay. But I, yeah, I, I was, I was dragged one city block. Jeez. On, oh, uh, she dragged me on the floor, who's <gasps> Dana. Where are you now, Dana? Oh, I hope you're listening. I have her last name somewhere. It's the first time I don't remember. Success her last is name. a is a great is great revenge, mm -hmm. isn't right, it? Right, right. Yeah. But yeah, so this is the first time. So I, I was going by Karen. So this is the first time I, I used my real name. And when he announced me and he said, Please welcome Corinna. I was like, Corinna? Karina. How do you call Karina? <laughs> and then after that, people were like, Well, you you have an I in your name. Your name's Karina. It should be an E. Because you know, the people started correcting me because of my That's English. Funny. <laughs> Wow. Spell your name different so we can pronounce it right. 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 Like, I didn't know how to spell my name. I just. But okay, so Jared didn't see you on Montel and say, that's my neck, my new bride. No, I met her on a Jewish dating website. Yeah. Oh, you did? JDate. JDate. Yeah. Of... we met. No, we didn't. <laughs> didn't we meet at Hell? He wished. He wished. He's a, he's a wannabe. You see, we have our, our uh, rabbi overlooking and blessing this table. <laughs> oh, did you have a chuppah? No, I'm kidding. I'm not Jewish, oh. but we we love Jews. So and you say Oive, which is <laughs> a good sign. I love. Uh -huh. No, it's a it's a very expressive Yiddish. It is. Yiddish is fabulous. No, um, but no, he, all our friends for the most part are Jewish. So did you just say some of my best friends are Jewish? Did you say a version of that? I think you did, honey. Like, I think you did a version of that. Wow. I, some of my okay. very the most. Here we go. Uh, let me just rephrase now you know that. What you're let with. me just <laughs> the, some the most influential people in my life, which is the truth. My me? sister being no, you're not Jewish. I'm not. My even sister on the list. converted to Judaism. <laughs> my first teacher are Jewish. Okay, so. Not the not some of my best friends, but the most important friends. Okay, there you are, and you aren't in that club, so that's okay. it. So I'm let's go back. I digress. He's the only Goyish kid in the in the uh, neighborhood, so I I learned early on from my friends. 
He did indeed. So there, so you end up doing this wild thing and working on Wall Street, and you, you've had a quite eventful life here in America. With- yeah, I, I, um, he always wonders, you know, why I'm aggressive and why I defend myself, and I kind of feel like that's kind of all I've did my whole life. I had to defend myself in Russia. I have an older sister who's eight years older, but she didn't want to hang out with me, so I would tie my dog to a chair because I didn't want to be alone because my parents were always working. They were never around. And he didn't have that. You know, he right. grew up with, like, nice American where, Well, where parents. did you grow Orange up? Orange County, California. Oh. Yeah. Oh, that's where complain. you live now. We, well, we did until we, we built, like, our dream home in Orange County from, like, the ground up, and we sold it for Hangomatic. To, we had orders coming in we couldn't afford. Wait a minute. Yeah. Is so we, that a story? Yeah, so we... So we bought like our dream home. It was dirt, like a hundred yards. So, so I have a day job. I've been doing my entire life, and I'm, I'm doing very good at my day job. So we bought from like hundred yards from my parents' house, our own house, and we built it. Wow. So like, uh, at some point, we started getting orders. It was the Bed Bath Beyond. Mm-hmm. They like us saying that. Mm-hmm. We yeah. got a big order from a retailer, and right. the options were to take on a partner and, and give up a part of the business that's just starting to grow. Right. right. So someone bought in, they would have taken a fortune. They would have taken a big chunk of it, or sell our home and move east. And hopefully, this is a smart decision anyway. So we we decided together we're not going to take a partner on today because right now it's this, my company's not valuable enough, and they're going to take too much of it for not enough return. So let's sell the house, and we'll be back someday. And where did you move to? Temecula. Temecula. Yes. I like Temecula. It's a lovely town. So that was the only other city. That was the affordable city where we felt Orange County esque, like we're right by the wineries. So we spent right. a lot of time doing that. But you know, we sold the we sold the home. My my, my sister, and my mom. We're, we were right by them. We we're all in the same little area in Orange County. And not that Temecula's horrible, but you know, we're an hour away now. Well, but you took a risk, yes. and that's the point. Right. You, yes. you know, you gambled, and you know, and uh, you believed and it in it, off. and it yes. paid off. Yes. And there's a, and I, I really believe there's a bigger purpose here. I mean, you didn't survive that day, or leaving Russia, or if you connect all the dots, you know, what the end is, I don't know, but you're right. here today talking about, you know. You have a different destiny, that's a, for a sure. A foundation right. that you want to find a cure for polycystic right. Right. kidney disease. Yeah. The only sad part is that, you know, I didn't know where my life was going, but the only thing I do know is that my kidneys will fail, and that's how I'm going to die. So it's like, that's the end game. You well, know? we don't know that. Mm-hmm. Right. Don't know. So that's, that's the... There may be the a discovery between wanna, now and then. Maybe we can yeah. all hope yeah. for that. Right, and this is why we want to give back. Because exactly. Because it is the most unresearched, un-talked-about disease. And right, it, a lot of people never heard of it. Yeah, and a lot of, right, a lot of people haven't heard of it. And a lot of my friends just recently, because I started talking about it, and they're like, I didn't know. I'm like, what am I going to do? Go sit, you know, get a cup of coffee with you and tell you about my kidney disease? Like, do you really want to hear it? Those I've heard the term kidney disease, but I've never heard of polycystic. I have heard of polycystic, polycystic kidney, kidney disease. disease. I've never heard of it, so uh, I'm learning here today. Right, I think it's like the top three or second most common genetic right. disease also and in the no U.S. And no one talks about it. Well, because of the longevity. I mean, we, we had this really, like, dark conversation about we're having, we have two sons, beautiful sons. Do we want Karina to be the mother of the children because there's a 50% chance of one of them having PKD? Right. And I would say, like, we talked about... You know, doing it, and then they, they there's there some people that could separate the good and the bad, and and we have started this business, and you know what do we do, and should we adopt? Should we? I mean, there's all these options. We'll do a surrogate, right? But like we wanted the children to be, you know, ours. You know, I, I want them to be half her. I mean, like you know, that's right. what I, lo- I love her, and I want my children to look like her, and you know, so we, well, we didn't we, risk my life is what we did, right? Which is also so the other thing is having oh. a ch- having a child is hard on the organs, right? Right. Um, wow. And the doctor said you could have a child, but there is a chance you, you could get a lot of growth from the cysts. So, you know, so anyways, oh, we did it, and, and it's okay right now. But 
like those are all like decisions on really weird decisions that most people don't have to think about, which is if I have a child with my wife, it could take off five or 10 years of her life. Right. Right. But she's so strong. Like, you know, I feel like you know, she's strong. She's a strong human being. So like, I always thought like my, in my, in my gut, like she, her, her insides are strong too. Cause that's what makes her outside strong. And I think it, it, it she is because they haven't, there has been this time. It, it was a slight increase slight after, increase. after pregnancy, but not enough to affect the, the, right. the, the functionality yet. Right. Thank God. Yeah, no, and, that, and that's right. why we work out. Like we work out together. We eat healthy together. You know, that's that's why we 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 take care of each other. Because you know, I mean, at least I want her to be around Absolutely. as long as I am. When I'm gone, then you know, no. <laughs> <laughs> you're on your own. Well, I mean, oh, I think that, that for one the 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 invention is ingenious it and is. it <laughs> sorely needed in this household. Mm-hmm. Too bad yeah. it came a little late. I have two more pictures I need to hang up today so I'm going to use it today. Do you want to show you how it works? I sure do. Yeah. So we're going to do a how-to in a few minutes but I want to thank you guys so much for one just mm. being willing to tell your story and to put to make your life about something bigger giving back looking I mean you know I suppose you you know in some ways you don't have much choice but you really do have choice because mm-hmm. you don't have to give your proceeds right. some of your proceeds to this right, we just take and we not just give take right and that's that's what you know we certainly have been about is you know where can we enrich our lives by giving more mm-hmm. you know and so that was the purpose of this podcast initially and that you fit right in this is perfect and uh where can people find information if they need to get in touch um, at Bed Bath and Beyond Container yeah. Store Hobby yeah. Lobby uh-huh Home Depot in October. Home Depot in October. Great. You're Those, going to do very well there at Home Depot. We're going to do a yeah. little. We we're, so. we're going to do a little demo upstairs. Awesome. I think. Mm-hmm. We're oh, we're in England too and New Zealand. Right. So I've been I've been doing well in QVC. So we're we're going back again. I just got back from London QVC. Cool. And we did really well there. And it was and I was super nervous because the accent. I was nervous. I wasn't. <laughs> I was because everything was live there. So I'm not. I have no experience on camera. Like I, right, you right, know, I like right. I, I work, you know, on a at a desk with salespeople and, you know, on the phone. So all of a sudden, I get a QVC. There's I don't even know nine cameras on me. Like four or five here. There's a boom camera and there's a camera here and there's TVs all along the bottom oh. and there's cables in and lights and. So and then like, you have to listen to her and understand her. Right, then I have an earpiece in, right, and they're asking me questions. <laughs> I've and, already my heart's palpitating. Oh, they like it's it's, yeah. it's stressful. So like every time I've done it. Like I've really had to prep myself. Like I, I eat healthy. I work out like crazy before, and then the next morning I work out again. So I'm not so hyper because I'm hyper anyways. Right, right. So we're going on again. Uh, we just found out we're going to go on again in the U.S. on a, like more of a prime time because they can be you know kind of like you do it in Philly. Oh uh, yep, exactly. Mm-hmm. So uh, we're waiting for our air date right now. So uh, as soon as I get, I fly out, out and, yeah. I, and I, I do it on QVC again. Well, I think people should oh. just get it, go out to Bed Bath & Beyond or wherever their local supplier has and just get it. Yeah, it's only a $15 item. It's yeah. only $15? $14.95. Yeah, $14.95. And made in America. We make yeah. it in Ontario, California. Fantastic. It's awesome. 87%. Wow, awesome. The product is called Hangomatic. Jared, Karina, thank you so much for being on the show. Thank you. For thank you. And for the way you give back. It's really a lesson to us all. Really? And Indeed. 10% goes to George Lopez. Mm-hmm. That's fantastic. Yep. Thank you for that too. Yeah. So let's go hang some let's pictures. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Jared, Karina, thank you so much for sharing your incredible story with us. Let's highlight some of the good points that you made. So good begets good. What you put out into the world, that's what you get back. Like how Karina and Jared are donating a portion of their proceeds to research for PKD. Take risks, but have faith that everything will work out. Take care of the ones you love. That's the most important. That's absolutely right on. 
So that wraps up the episode for this week. If you've enjoyed this episode, make sure to subscribe and share with anyone who needs a little inspiration in their life, which, uh, let's admit, that is everyone we know. Right, Ed? That's right, honey. Do a little, do a lot. Just do something today and tell us what you did. Talk to you next week. Thank you to our executive producer, Tim Street, and producer, Emma Kikuchi. This podcast is a production of Authentic. For more info on advertising in this show, visit AuthenticShows.com.